0: Over my last few episodes, I've been sharing some of the ways to go about taking your investing and wealth to the next level. In episode 94 with Stuart Waymes, we discussed the common things holding investors back from investing as much as they could. Make sure you check that one out. It's some really great content. Then in episode 95, I discussed how leveraging a team was another big difference between those that buy one to two properties and those that create life-changing wealth. Today, I wanted to talk about raising your wealth thermostat because without doing this, you'll find, as I have, that everything else won't really matter. Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth Property. Our show is brought to you by Investor's Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your host, Jared Marne. I've recently reread the book, Retire Young, Retire Rich by Robert Kiyosaki, which is book four in the Rich Dad series. And to me, is actually his most important book and one that I must have read one time many uh, years ago, maybe a decade or more ago, but hadn't actually revisited. So check it out. It not only talks about some of the other key concepts in that I covered above in these episodes of having a plan to be rich and the team to leverage in getting there, but he spends half the book talking about how to change your own reality around wealth. An example that Robert uses is that our capacity to hold wealth is like a glass and will be of a certain size. And once it's full, dipping more water in cannot be contained within the glass anymore and will overflow. And he refers to the water as the content, which is all the mechanics of how and what we do to create wealth so that the content goes within the glass and fills us up now you need to have both content to fill the glass and to expand the wealth that you have that your your glass can contain and you need context to make the glass bigger in order to keep more wealth it's why a lottery winner as most of us know often divest themselves of the money that they win within a decade or so because they don't Have either the context for filling up, for having a bigger glass to hold that wealth, or the content for how to fill it up themselves. So, most people actually focus on the content, and that's what the majority of podcasts and books and other things are out there. They're the tactics to investing, which, as I covered with Stuart these days, is there's more knowledge and content out there than ever before so it actually makes it easier for us to get analysis paralysis because often more content's not always the answer and when i look back on my journey when i just started out with investing at 16 years of age reading books and starting to open my mind to things it was really hard to push through my comfort zone to eventually buy my first property at 22 i renovated it as you've heard in past uh, some past episodes And I made $85,000, which is a mind blowing amount of money at the time. And even at a 50% share with my parents, it was around a whole year's salary as a graduate engineer. And the first step that I had made in changing my reality and what I thought was possible for me. So prior to that, I had used Robert's books and online forums such as SummerSoft, used to attend meetups and networking groups and also some seminars. And I expanded my reality and finally got to the place of being able to push that comfort zone to get the first property, that first step on the ladder, expanding my glass and actually seeing what more was possible for me. So when I left engineering at age 25 to start Investors Edge, I had to massively push my comfort zone again, knowing virtually nothing about business or being a real estate agent. And it took me two to three years just to find my way and to find other successful business owners to model and see what they were actually doing and what was potentially possible and believing what was possible for me. And then in 2010, after we won the Rewa Property Manager of the Year for the first time, that was also another really defining moment because I thought, yes, this is possible to be the best best in this industry. We took that opportunity and traveled to Brisbane for the National Awards And I pushed my comfort zone by reaching out to two of the most successful property management entrepreneurs in Australia. One had 2,500 managements and had just sold his business. And the other had over 3,000 properties under management and still massive numbers even by today's standards. So just the thought of that many boggled my mind when we had just 200 clients at the time. And each of them very thankfully and graciously gave me an hour of their time And I came in with questions firing galore, and they both were very generous with how they openly shared their insights. And all their advice was instrumental in helping us see that it was possible to achieve that and possible for us. So after that time, we rapidly grew the business, and I continued my investing alongside that. But I found that up until three years ago, no matter what I did in both business and investing. I always ended up with around the same profit and gain in my wealth per year. So I I would think I just needed another investment property perhaps, go and try and execute on that. Or I just need to improve my marketing or I need to find more clients for property management and sales and I need to do all these things, more content. Yet despite having greater revenue, making greater profit. On my investing, I would always find ways to spend just as much to arrive at the same overall profit for the year, or very similar. There was this invisible ceiling that my wealth thermostat was set to that I could not push through. And in speaking to other entrepreneurs and investors, I'm, uh, guess it's been really interesting to know that other people all hit this ceiling too, various points. So I wasn't unique. And that's why I'm sharing it with you because you've probably got a ceiling right above you at the moment and you just don't know it yet until you start to look and see where you've been capping out and that could be the very thing that's holding you back the most. So, how have I purposely expanded my context or the size of my glass or the temperature of my wealth thermostat in the last three years? And I've been doing it a lot more intentionally. Ever since I sort of realized that, hey, something's got to change. I've got to change things up and try to do some things differently. So I continued to find more successful people in business and investing to model by listening to their podcasts and their reading books voraciously and speaking to them and becoming friends with some. And I had to really humble myself to just remind myself that I don't know what I don't know and get back to being a lifetime learner. I've also increased the caliber. Of my team of professionals. And that's what episode 95 was about. And unfortunately, and it was difficult, I've had to replace some of those professionals to find ones that had more experience than me and those that were working with wealthier clients than me. Because if they've guided clients to greater wealth, you know, they've got a better chance of doing that with me. So what got me here was not always going to get me there to the next level. Third thing I've done is I joined the Entrepreneur Organization or EO, which has ultra successful business owners who each need to be doing more than a million dollars business revenue per year. And I have seven guys in my mastermind group where we all push each other to improve our personal lives, our family, and our business holistically. So it's not just one dimensional and focused on one thing and within the business bucket also comes investing. So, just being around those guys and having a different group of friends that are all pushing to improve in all those areas is really inspiring and helps me expand my glass or context to what I think is possible for me. Fourth thing, I've focused not on what more I can get for myself, but how I can give more service and give more value to other people. So, That's what I get a buzz from, thankfully, so it's not an effort. And when I just get lost in serving more people, the law of exchange automatically sees that if I give more, I'll automatically receive more into my glass and it's just a great way to go about life too because you enjoy the journey and you're not necessarily trying to get anywhere else. And finally, I've been raising my self-worth to expand the size of my glass by changing a lot of my deep subconscious programming, and a lot of that's around trying to truly believe at my core that I'm worthy, and that I love myself just as I am, and I deserve abundance, and that opportunities are going to easily flow to me, and that creating wealth and being success is easy. So, I know it sounds very law of attraction and, and a bit out there, but... I learned the science behind how our subconscious is programmed heavily before the age of seven years old. and This is why it's so important as to what we do and say around our kids when they're that age as well. And so, I've been very conscious about parenting my daughter. So, with my parents, many limiting beliefs were thrown in there into my subconscious. And, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, Jared, and you have to work really hard for your money and you have to... Sacrifice and not be around your family to do it. Money's scarce. And a lot of these other experiences that I've had as well have led me to believing on some level, deep subconsciously, that I'm not worthy or good enough for lots of money or great things or success. So I've been chipping away at all of these beliefs over the years and reprogramming them as best I can. But in doing a bit of uh, research on, good old Google, it led me to hypnotism being a really effective tool for reprogramming of my subconscious. And I went and saw a hypnotist, that was about two years ago, two and a half years ago, and saw them for a number of sessions. I suspended my judgment around it all and thought, what have I got to lose? And I believe it really did help with reprogramming some of the deep-seated thoughts and afterwards i found that just how i was talking to myself what i was saying to myself i'd catch myself just how all these changes to how i related to myself other relationships money uh, giving to others and just a lot more abundant and willing and open to receiving so i may even get this hypnotist on on a future episode so that's that could be a really good idea So, I believe all of this led to me being able to make the most of the market with my business and investing over the last three years and push through that really annoying limit that I had on my wealth thermostat. So, over the last year alone, I've 7x'd what I had done in a single year, what that ceiling was previously in a single year. And I'm now trying to push that comfort zone more to normalize this new level. I don't want to be like, The lottery winner that slips back to the same previous level of wealth. I needed to be ready for it. I needed to have that glass big enough in size and have the right content in there. And now I'm finding that I'm used to buying residential properties at the $1.5 to $2 million level each. And I'm asking myself, how do I push my comfort zone to buy a number of commercial properties coming up at 3 to 5 million dollars each over the next five uh, next few years. So, I say this not to impress you because there's probably a lot more impressive, you know, results out there from different investors and business owners, but I'm saying it to try to expand your reality to see that you too can start out from nothing and keep expanding that comfort zone little by little, expanding as well what you think is possible for you and to grow your wealth to the next level and of course there's many levels above where i am too which makes it really exciting and i'm still on the journey to discovering uh, the next level as well so i've heard many successful people say over the years that it's the first million that's the hardest that was certainly right for me too Um, and the subsequent millions have been much easier and quicker And in Robert Kiyosaki's Retire Rich book, he talks about it being easier to become wealthy when you already are because you've had to expand your context or reality multiple times to get to the wealthy level in the first place. And you just keep following that same method, which I've described here, to go to the next level each time. So hopefully this... Deeper psychological episode can really help you expand the size of your glass, fill it with a bit more better content, and change your overall reality to have life changing wealth in the years to come. Thanks for tuning in. Just a reminder that the information discussed in this podcast is general in nature, as we don't know your specific situation. You should always seek professional advice before taking any action. For free market reports on your suburbs of interest and other helpful resources to grow your wealth, make sure you join my property investor update at investorsedge.com.au slash join. And finally, make sure you're a member of our Perth Property Investment Facebook group. To be part of the conversation with other like-minded investors, get help to your questions and get a feel for what's going on out there in the market. I'll see you in the group. Thank